So I just heard about this new thing, and I wanted to know if y'all had heard about it what, yet. What okay. Is, okay. Okay. New. I like <laughs> new things. So it's called a talkie. Like, like we've seen the silent movies. Uh huh. And now they've they've done one where they use words, like you can hear them. You're fucking shitting me. I don't. Not even a little bit. I don't know if that's gonna work very well. I well, will shit thing, I, my ass I love right reading. now. Well, like, I was sitting there, and I was like, wait a second, you're telling me I don't have my fun, current-timey piano playing, and then I get to read a little caption about what they're saying? The guy next to me was like, no, man, you just hear what they say? And I'm like, what about the piano? And he said, you won't need it. And I didn't. It was just real good. It was like a play, but, but, but with, with the magic pictures. I, I mean, it sounds interesting. I just don't know if it's going to take. I have a better idea than this talkie. Yeah. Let's break up this talkie that you're talking about into 30 to 45 second segments and put it on top of someone playing a shitty game. Ooh, yeah. That'll work. I think I've lost what we're talking about. Because this is junk house. Are you talking about streamers, like watching no, YouTube no, streamers? No, on, on TikTok, there's this weird thing of people like doing like Family Guy clips over someone playing Subway Surfers. Yeah. What? It's yeah. A weird thing. It's so weird. But man, I think I've watched all of Family Guy now. I think I finally I've... have seen every episode of Family Guy. Every time I think, okay, this is the most culturally out of touch I can be. A new thing happens, and I realize I am more culturally out of touch than that. Yep. It's, it's the whole idea that Zoomers need their, like, intention span is destroyed. So it's like, oh, I can't just watch Family Guy. I have to watch somebody playing Subway Surfer and failing terribly at the same time. See, that just sounds to me like those ads where it's like, look at this fun new game. And the ad plays the game horribly. And it pisses you off enough that you want to download the app to play yeah. the game better than that stupid advertisement. And then you go, oh, this game is full of other ads for other games. And this is garbage anyway. And one of them, one of them isn't even real. Hi, welcome to Junk House. I'm Sammy. Yeah, one of them isn't even. Also Cordell. One of them isn't even real. Like the one where you can like, you have to move the bars. So like lava kills the enemy yeah and that's not real the actual yeah. game is like it's like an mmorpg like yeah civilization also civilization what i can't say that word i'm gonna civilization like civilization i don't know why i didn't add the do you do you think the one game where you like shoot like dice at a horde of zombies and the dice turn into guns is that real i, I don't know but it sounds like because like you guys remember the episode where I downloaded a bunch of these games and tried them out. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds like one that would be real based off. Of I my hope because it kind of looks fun. Actually, That's the thing. They always get you. They always get you. And they're like, it kind of looks fun. It's, it's never that fun. They're, the only mobile fun. app that's that fun is Marvel Snap. 
I would, I still play Vampire Survivors daily right now. So I would still put Vampire Survivors up there. And that's free. So. And, and that's, that's for free, right? It's there. free. That, that's a free thing. It's a free game. I really, I, I've been playing the shit out of that. I had a 90 minute run the other day in that game. I went Jeez. to the bathroom and was like, I'm going to play a round of Vampire Survivors and then leave the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, no. I sat on, the, on toilet the toilet for 90 oh, minutes. God. Your legs are just asleep. You wake up Please and die. Please let me die. Please I, let I me die. Was on, I was only shitting for like five minutes. Vampire Survivors, <laughs> yeah. the other 185. That is that is a thing I've noticed. Is like Growing up, I, I had a lot of constipation, actually. So I got very accustomed to being on the toilet for long periods of time. But now as an adult with like a regular bowel movement thing going on, I sit down on the toilet and it happens in like a couple minutes. Yeah. But I'm still on my phone. Like there's gotta be more. Certainly I'm not done. More Lived experience has told me coming. there's more poop here. There's gotta or, be. Or I'll like sure poop half more of it. Poops coming. More poops coming. Yeah. If not <laughs> now, the then later. Merch. Yeah. That's the first one. <laughs> well, it's like, certainly sometimes I'll stop halfway through the poop just so I have a little bit more to do after I've played my mobile games. I, I, my my poops have been mostly consistent of watching TikTok, which has mm. been a good thing because that means I can leave whenever. I can also be means, like, oh, I'm going to scroll, so I'm done pooping. And, I'm going to bidet. And it also you means, get out of there. <laughs> Sammy, you can watch as much Family Guy as you want. I can watch as much Family Guy. You can watch also, so much Family The big thing now also is also like Reddit stories with subway minecraft or, or minecraft mostly minecraft yeah. parkour maps yeah. as, uh, there's one channel on i guess they're called channels on tiktok i don't know i guess they're, I guess. Called the talks, they're called they're and called and then then you post a tick on the talk i think <laughs> you put the tick on top of the talk but yeah so there's this one talk that is like become the big one and it's the it's become the the big talk the big talk of the tick um, and it's that's just what it is, is Reddit over <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah. I have to blow my nose because it's horrible. There's something stuck I'll blow up in your there. nose. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sammy, can you Well, I was can gonna you, say you know what you... blows? Oh, what blows? Black Adam. I don't think we've talked about it on this podcast yet. I think we've mentioned I refuse, our general I disappointment. I to watch this movie. I just can't. So, let, me, let me tell a tale to the listeners here. Yeah, do it, do it. The, the movie theater in the town in which I live. You know, the town. They just call it Townsville. <laughs> it's strange. The so, the Townsville. Just, yeah, just, they also live in Townsville. If we hadn't I yeah. think we've mentioned the name we've on had this to, show. But I like, think we had, but... So Townsville, I'm living in Townsville right now, and we, they Tuesdays used to be half-price movie tickets, and I was like, sick dope, because the biggest problem I have with movies is there's a lot of movies I kind of sort of want to see, kind of sort of want to see in theaters, but not enough to pay full-price tickets. There's so many so, movies like that. It's Yeah, so many movies where it's like, I could spend a couple hours of my life watching this with my wife for $10, but for $20, you've lost me. Yeah. So we had been going pretty regularly, like half price movies. Let's just see whatever we're curious about, whatever we're interested in. And then we go in 
to see Black Adam. And we get up to the ticket counter, and we go, hello, we would like to see Black Adam. And he goes, great, that'll be $20. And we went, wait, but it's Tuesday, isn't it half price Tuesday? And he went, used to be, but the manager's really greedy, and so he took that away. Now it's full price. And we're like, but there's no one here. You were drawing more of a crowd for half price. And he went, I know. And then we were already there, so we spent full price money to see Black Adam. Which sullied the experience for me. If I had spent $10 on it, I would have had a much better time. See, that's the thing that I keep coming back to. Is that like, for because, mo- I'll be honest, I love superhero movies. But at this point in my life, most superhero movies I'm watching, I'm watching because they're streaming. And I have like ready yeah, access yeah. to yeah. them. I, so to me, I'm already paying like, what, $10 a month for HBO Max or whatever. So it's a time investment for me. I do not want to put what is, what is Black Adam's runtime? I will look up right now. Thank you. Like thank two you. hours, I bet. It's yes, yeah, I think it's a hour and a half. Okay. Two hours is going to be my two guess. hours five minutes. Okay, that's that five two hours. That's two hours and five minutes. <laughs> I five if, minutes too long. It's yeah. To me, sitting at home watching it streaming, I have I have. That is two hours I'm not going to get back. Why would I spend it watching a shitty movie? I'm going to tell you something, Caleb. You never get any hours back. Yeah, but some hours I feel like they're well spent, you know? Wait, let me... let me. the Twilight Zone. You get no hours back. (laughs) I'm about to hit a Rod Serling impression, okay? Okay, I want to do do your best. If it's bad, I'm going to make you do it again. So do it good. You know, they say that you never get any time back. But for the man in our story today, he's going to learn what happens when you do get some time back. Now, where could this happen, you say? Only in the Twilight <laughs> My favorite thing is for a bit, Discord was just yeah. cutting out. Yeah. Discord, <laughs> so Caleb was just like moving around, going <laughs> just silently. Yeah. It was incredible. Okay. I I used to watch Twilight Zone a lot, actually. I love Twilight Zone. I love anthologies, actually. Like, I love bite-sized stories. Love them. So the sci-fi channel used to show a twilight zone marathon every new year's eve yeah, leading they up did. new year's day yeah they and did. i would wake up middle of christmas break through middle school and high school plop myself down on that couch turn on the marathon and roll it was just the best day i, I need to watch more of it honestly. i love the twilight zone a lot um did y'all ever watch the 2019 Twilight the Zone. The Jordan Peele one? The Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Not yet. I've been curious. It was good. Okay. I, I really liked it. No, it was good. Um, I I don't think it's ever gonna get a season two. Probably not. But uh I I very much liked it. Uh so Did they do time enough to last again? No, they it was a lot of like 
newer ones. Um, but like, I know the first episode had Kumail Nanjiani. I love him as like He's a incredible. comedian trying to like make it, but none of his jokes land. Mm-hmm. And so he basically like gets into an alternate dimension where all of his jokes land. And he realized, <laughs> but like, and so like, it sounds like a weird thing, but it's actually like a pretty compelling story. I, well, I, does it kind of become not worth it to him? Cause he's always funny every time. Pretty much. Eat. Yeah. And, and so then he kind of wishes he could go back, but he's stuck with the choices he's made, you know? Yeah. I, I love anthologies and I love anthology horror. Uh, Twilight Zone is like dubiously horror. You know, you've got your like nightmare at yeah. 20,000 feet. You've got your, you've got like, then you got silly ones like time enough at last. Yeah. But I love anthologies. I loved all the Twilight Zone variants that showed up back in the day, like Tales from the Dark Side or Monsters. Those were both not nearly as good, but way more fun. Wasn't there a joke one in Rick and Morty that was like, the spooky zone. Oh, no, that yeah, was in yeah. Futurama. There was the Futurama, scary door. Yeah. The spooky zone. The, the scary door. door. <laughs> Welcome to the scary, scary door. door. <laughs> scary door. Or I guess to a degree, Goosebumps was cut. The TV show for Goosebumps was a little bit like Twilight Zone for kids. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say so much Goosebumps. What was the one, the Midnight Society one? Yeah. Goosebumps is more straight. Oh, door, like, um, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think are you afraid of the dark is more the goosebumps or more the uh, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Goosebumps episodes where R.L. Stein himself showed up at the beginning and was like, hi, I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. I think those goosebumps. ones were a lot like Twilight Zone. Have you heard about how R.L. Stein writes a book? How does he write a book? I'm the biggest R.L. Stein fan in the world. I guarantee it. I, okay. I was watching an interview with him and Stephen King talking to each other. Oh, send a link. I'll I'll find it again. This was like years ago. I need that. But Stephen King was sitting there and he's like, sometimes I just can't write for a full day. And R.L. Stein looks at him and said, I write 2,000 words every single day, no matter what. It does not matter (laughs) if it is utter horse shit. I write 2,000 words. And Stephen King said, that's why you're better than me. Yeah, but no, then Stephen King was like, yeah, but look at the number of books you've published. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that man is prolific. Like, people are like, Stephen King writes a lot. I'm like, Arl Stein's got him. Arl Stein has got him hook, line, and sinker. That man is still writing his good books. Spread the good news of Arl Stein's little brain juice. That's talking about Stephen King. Have you seen the Stephen King and George R.R. R. Martin? interview no send me all of these <laughs> that one is even funnier i'm trying to find the exact quote but steven like makes fun of george for how slow yeah the writer george is um because like george i think specifically asked was like how do, he's like oh i think i've yeah here we go i think oh i've had a really good six months i've written three chapters and you finished three books in the same time king replied here's the thing there are books and there are books. He explained that he writes four, writes for four or three hours each day and tries to produce half a dozen fairly clean pages. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds like it. where he booms him. But well, I mean, I think I mean, that's enough doing, of a doing boom. the math. On that's it. enough of a yeah, boom. that's a pretty good boom. 
But like doing a little bit of math, how many how many words are in your average novel? Uh, or Stephen King? Oh no, God. let's let's say fantasy. You know, fantasy's got a pretty consistent like six hundred page length usually. The average number of words in a novel is somewhere between seventy thousand to one hundred and twenty thousand. Let's okay. take the top end, hundred twenty thousand words. If we divide that by how many words? Six pages ish. That's probably like two thousand words. I'd say. Yeah, maybe. I'd say about that. Yeah. Let's Roughly. just say you let's say you write 2000 because I've I've written a book. Actually, it was it was like a ghost writing thing. I did wrote a 50,000 page book. I at at my peak was doing 2000 words a day because I procrastinated real bad. Um, so a more reasonable one is probably a thousand. Let's just say a thousand words a day. That's 120 days and you wrote a book. That's not that like long. you can really crank them out if. If you do daily writing, you crank it out. I mean, even at just 200 words a day, you've written a book in less than two years for very minimal commitment. Like, you got to go back through and re-edit and all that jazz, but, like, it's a lot more accessible than we think. And that's how big books wants it. (laughs) I have been reading a little bit of The Last Unicorn. And I'm bringing this up to say, it doesn't even have to be super coherent. Like, <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love the last unicorn, but it's ridiculous. Instead of being like, it's like instead of being like this girl is mad, or like using the flowery language is like she turned redder yeah. than the sun on a New Year's day and then blew up and was so blah. Like just it's not even yeah. like fancy. It's just like, I'm going to make it so ridiculous that you're just like, is this actually, it's, it's like a paragraph and you're like, is this actually happening? Or is he still just describing why yeah. she's mad or how, how, in the way that she is mad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think the biggest like writing mistake that people make is like, oh man, I got to have everything before I start. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, nah, you really just, you need a vague outline and a direction and a theme. You just you just got go. You just got fucking go. Because yeah. every every t- you'll hit a point where you're like, oh, that's a neat thought. Oh man, that informs everything else. And then you like make a note of it for the hit when you go back around. You know, like well, it just doing it informs doing it. That's what I was watching, and this is kind kind of a kind of a segue, but also still talking about writing. Um, I was watching an interview between Ryan Johnson and the two Daniels who. Uh, Ryan Johnson, you know, Star Wars 8, the best Star Wars movie, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Knives Out, Glass Onion, and the Mm -hmm. two Daniels who are, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. And that kind of, and I think Swiss Army Man was their other, like, kind of I need to watch that still. Swiss Army Man is so good. One of my favorite movies of all time. But they were each talking about their writing process and how different it is, where, like, the two Daniels view their movie as everything until the movie is released is part of the writing process. Like the movie can change in the editing booth. Um, and so they were like, yeah, it was kind of frustrating for the actors when we would have to call them for a slight reshoot because we edited this one thing in the first 10 minutes that changed the last five. So we had to reshoot that. 
you know, that kind of stuff. Whereas Ryan Johnson was like, no, I know everything that is going to happen in my movie. He's yeah. Like, and he was like, I'm, I let, I let the actors improvise a little bit. And I, cause that is part of the writing process is still yeah. when you're shooting, but I know the big picture and I know what will happen. And it's, it's really all the same idea and process just done differently. Yeah. Like, yeah. like letting reshoots, like letting the editing process inform the end or knowing what you're going to edit at the end. Like every single aspect of doing a creative thing informs the rest of doing a creative thing. Like we've all, we've all done like yeah. when acting, like you're doing a scene and it's like, okay, we've rehearsed it 30,000 times. And it's like week before show. And someone just like, has a slightly different take when they say yeah. something and you go, oh, that's hot. We got to do that the same way. Like, lock that in. That was the best thing ever. That I never changed thought about the that. whole. That's so cool. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, out of nowhere, you're like, the whole tone of this has shifted in the best way and we're keeping it. And it's that same way with like telling any story ever of like, oh, sick. That's way better than what I originally had. What? You know, like, it's always innovating. Oh, I mean, it's just like the reason that. Uh, I was talking to Olivia. I was like, there are so many different iterations of the Christmas Carol and each of them are different and good in their own way because each of them tackle certain elements very differently. Yeah. yeah. And it makes one, it though? fun. Muppets. 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 Yeah. Muppets. Muppets. Well, here's the reason. And it's a simple reason. You both know that I love, uh, I'm a big proponent now of, Hey, let's get more spook into Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Every Christmas Carol story since the dawn of, since the dawn of Charles Dickens was like, hey, there's four ghosts. There's Bob Marley and then there's the three ghosts of Christmas. Four ghosts. Whereas Muppets Christmas Carol said, yeah. Now there's two Bob Marleys. <laughs> it's yeah. not and even Bob Marley. It's Jacob Marley. Bob Marley hey, was the Hey. Caleb, Caleb, what's <laughs> what's Jacob short? Bob so no! Bob Marley make two of them. That is five ghosts in a Muppet Christmas Carol versus it's, the four for every other Christmas Carol. Go up to one person named Jacob and call them Bob and see what the fuck happens. Cordell. I do it every morning in the mirror. Oh my god, I forgot you're a Jacob. Technically, anyway, that's right. Eat it, Gordell Bob. All right, well Bob, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about a different movie. <laughs> because I want to, I want to talk about this movie with you guys. And we're burying Black Adam. I understand. We're burying Black Adam. Fuck I'm that glad movie. that our conversation, quote unquote, about Black Adam had nothing to do with the movie. It's it was the only way. It's the only it way to talk better, about it. It would have been better if Black Adam wasn't in it, and it was just a JLA movie. Because the you only take, way to talk you about take Black Doctor Adam Fate and Hawkman, their whole story was dope. And it then was it was so shoehorned into Black Adam just because they needed the guy. The last thing I will say that we have to say is fuck The Rock. The only reason Black Adam exists is because he was like, no, Black Adam's not going to be the main, going to be the villain in Shazam. He needs his own movie because it's me. The Rock's ego is, created the Black Adam and it sucked. This is kind of like what happened when... Uh, Universal tried to do their dark universe with all the monster movies, and they got as yeah. far as the, the mummy, mummy because Tom Cruise said, "Hey, this movie ain't got enough cruising in it." <laughs> and they said, "But Tom," and he said, "Hey, hey, hey, you want the cruiser? Because if you want the cruiser, you gotta let him cruise." And they said, "Okay, Tom, 
And then he ruined what could have been a, a fun franchise. And then he turned yeah. around and sprinted. For yeah, yeah he turned around straight. and sprinted and did his own stunt. And boom. A weird, a weird fun fact about my family. Like, everyone in my family. So me, all four siblings, and my mom. My, my dad less so, but he's included in this. Hate Tom Cruise. No Good. explanation Fair. why. We just hate him. Scientology. Um, Scientology. It's also he's <laughs> just a, a shitty reasons. actor. There's he's a, a bad actor. Reasons. I'm not gonna lie. He's bad. He's not good at anything he does. All of his characters are the same thing over and over, and he has to stand on a fucking apple box because he's a little five foot whatever <laughs> short guy that is just like short my dick boy. has to be bigger than everybody else's. Let me fly the plane. It's time for Top Gun too, but you're gonna have to name it after my character if I'm gonna be involved. Anyway, he's five seven. Do you think? Do you think he still believes in Scientology, or has he just gone far enough in that he can't back out now? I think he still believes in it. I think he, really. I think he's got to. Have like, you seen that? All like that deep in the paint? Have yeah. you seen the Oprah interview where he like jumps no. up? He's like, yeah, and he's like jumping up oh, on the couch, yeah. and he's like a weirdo. Yeah. I just think that's who he is as a human being. You think being. that's him? You think so he's I, short and nut? A little freak, I think, yeah. I think he probably still believes in it. I what mean, is, what even is Scientology? Like, what is, what is their core belief there? Okay, Scientology became because L. Ron Hubbard met this little guy named Alistair Crowley. Okay, I know. What another chode? Another chode. Hubbard was a sci-fi writer. That yeah. is an important yeah. thing to be said. Oh, yeah. L. Ron I did. I knew who he was. Sorry. I was just, yeah. R. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard's died. L. Ron Hubbard was a sci fi writer who was like, honestly, his sci fi books, okay. They're pretty good. Not going to lie. He was racist. Yes. He was normal. Um, He became friends with a guy named Aleister Crowley, who is another chode that wrote some (laughs) interesting Mm -hmm. ideas. Big into um, sex magic. Big into sex magic. Guess who he got into sex magic? L. Ron, L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. So want. he got L. Ron Hubbard into sex magic and then was like, this is how you can convince people to follow you and make your own religion. And so he did kind of as a joke and then it became Scientology. And it's based off a lot of the shit in his sci-fi books. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that that's kind of like H.P. Lovecraft somewhere, rest in piss, whatever, wrote some cool <laughs> things, was also racist. That's life, I guess. This dude wrote all his fun little Cthulhu stories and like made up the Necronomicon and all that jazz. And then someone down the line was like, I'm going to include the Necronomicon and the, the, the Lovecraft stuff in my things, too, because it's public domain. And then everybody and their mom starts doing it and suddenly there are people out and about who are like, yeah, the Necronomicon's a real old book that's actually about demons. They're like, no, it's no, not. No, it's not at all. Okay, yeah. but, yeah. You said H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Ha- have you seen Glor- Gl- Glorious? Glorious. Have you seen Glorious? No, no. This is 2022. Oh my God. I think it's 2022. It might be a little bit. Yeah, earlier. it's 2022 film. 2022. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's 2022. Here's, here's the plot. Okay. Main dude, right? He gets broken up with. This is the first thing you see. He gets uh, girlfriend breaks up with him. So he's like going on this drive, and he stops at a rest stop. Okay. 
just a regular rest stop. I got to piss. <laughs> he goes to piss. He's like washing his hands. And J.K. Simmons speaks to him from a stall. Like, I wish what? he did that for me. What? <laughs> yeah. I wish like, he would Hello, do that. Sir. Uh, turns out J.K. Simmons is this eldritch god. And to, is, yeah. uh, this guy is trapped, is trapped in the bathroom. Um, like all of this, it just, it's, it's a really good movie. Um, spoil, well, I don't want to spoil it for you guys because you both. Yeah, don't it, please. So I really want to watch this. Yeah. It's really um, good. That's all I'll say. I want to talk about another movie that I watched recently and uh, again, and it, I need to issue an apology to Cordell. Oh. Oh, I love when this happens. I don't even know what this is about. A long time ago, a um, if you if you're listening uh to this podcast and you were a fan of Just Super, uh, this also will tell you uh what killed Just Super. Uh, it's not this fight; it's the main character of this movie. Um, I recently rewatched Thor: Love and Thunder. A while ago, Cordell and I had a disagreement because I thought the movie mm. kicked ass and he mm. thought the movie was very bad. Mm-hmm. I recently uh, rewatched it and mm. um, it does not kick ass. It is a movie where the sum of the parts mm-hmm. is somehow worse. Mm-hmm. Even though the parts, there are parts of it that are fucking awesome. I will, st- I will still say, really I will dope. stand by that. Gore the God Butcher is an incredible character. Christian Bale knocked it out of the yeah. park. He did incredible. Okay. That's good to know. Um, I will still watch it because I have to. It's it's a good it's a good movie. It's a, worth a watch. It's on Disney. Dude, my Plus, complaint. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're all on Disney Plus. My complaint with it at the core is that it is watching in real time a talented writer and director have nobody tell him no. Yeah, that is kind of the problem. Is, is it seems like it's, it's a Taika Waititi being yeah. no one's telling him no. It, it yeah. is him jerking himself off for a full Marvel movie using characters you've actually grown to care about and throwing away all the development. That is my issue. Is that like there is there has been a lot of legitimate character development in the MCU. Like, yeah, it's yeah. done a lot of bad things to cinema because everyone's trying to copy it. Whatever. It is a movie. Like the Thor has character. Yeah. Thor has an arc. Jane Foster has an arc. Like Valkyrie has an arc. Korg, like, even Korg has a little bit of an arc. Like, it takes all of this development. And kind of throws it out the window and makes a joke of it. And even even in the moments where it takes itself seriously and has an actual really good moment, it immediately follows it up with a joke that doesn't work. Yeah, it yeah. it is. I it is just a like movie a, of like unbridled creative freedom gone bad. It's like a three star movie. Like it it is Damn. it is a movie where you can walk away feeling nothing, and that's an appropriate feeling. But no, yeah, that's a. Uh, Cordell and I kind of talked about and decided to not keep doing just super because we both watched Thor, like the original Thor for the Thor movie episode. And I called him and I said, I don't. This is a bad movie. (laughs) Like, this is just bad. I can't say anything about it. He's like, I I think you're right. Yeah. 
And so we just were like, we can't do Should it. Should have me on. I can say anything about any movie. Yeah. It's such well, a I think bad movie. I think it's more <laughs> of the fact that like Caleb and I both just kind of lost the fire for it. And I <laughs> think it was like, I, I'm also at a weird place in my life where I will always love superheroes. But at my current, at the current place I'm at, I'm bored with them. Yeah, I think I really I think I burned really out fair. on the genre. I'm really big into fantasy right now, actually. Hell I've, yeah, I am like balls deep in Brandon Sanderson's novels. Oh yeah, yes, I know. That. I've I've started the Stormlight Archive. Oh God, that's the big one. It's that's the huge. big one, and it is it's like 1,253 pages. Yee. So God like, damn. I'm like 60 pages in, and it is it is high fantasy you know there's like there's like oh i'm reading mistborn and it's like yes they use metal magic and oh there's ash in the sky and the plants are gone it's like okay cool world building the lord rulers immortal this one is like and then the grass pulled itself into the rock because the high storms are so dangerous that the plants learn to adapt and then there's little magical doobel doos that are like oh man you're feeling fear look at these little guys gonna eat that fear and there's like, oh man, I'm eating storm magic to use my magic. And there's like, oh man, that's a land crab. Like, it is balls to the walls world building the whole time. I've been reading Discworld, which is a fantasy Ooh. novel. It's also high fantasy. Yeah. But it's like, ah, since this world is a disc, there's edge wise, center wise, turn wise, and Wittershins are the four directions. Incredible. Wh yeah, Where does Wittershins go? <laughs> Witter so, so since it's a disc and the disc yeah. turns, Wittershins is going against the turn the of turn. the disc. Okay. Do you just like stay still, like going up a down escalator? No, because like it turns enough that it's almost like you get more momentum when you're sailing because you're going against it and the world is turning against you. So like oh. there's a thing where it's like a distance that will take a week turn wise will take you a day Wittershins. Because it's moving toward you. Yeah. You just kind of oh, have to effectively okay. wait. That's cool. Yeah. It's a really good book and a really good series, but it also has one of my favorite lines and favorite burns of a character ever um which it's talking about a wizard that they're going to try and meet and one of the characters says if chaos was lightning this wizard would be a fool standing on top of a hill during a thunderstorm in full metal armor yelling damn the gods <laughs> <laughs> that's good so that's choice good. so yeah. good oh so it's I'm big into fantasy right now because like superheroes are neat, but I was also I'm a little burnt out. And to be honest, there's not a lot of innovation in the genre right now. There's not. <laughs> um, not really. Everyone's everyone's just kind of hitting the same like big comic book movies. Invincible's got a new season coming out at near the end of the year. Yeah. So like Invincible season two is going to be good. The boys is still doing fun stuff, but like. Most of the superhero things we're getting are just very one note. Yeah. So I am content to move on to other genres for the time being. That's super fair. Just looking at like I have the list of movies that are coming out this year because I was curious. Yeah. And, like the only superhero movie that I'm looking at that I'm actually excited for this year is the next uh next Spider-Man. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. 
Oh, well, oh that's yeah, it's a Spider Verse. Yeah, so spy- yeah. but like I Guardians mean, Three comes out. Not, not super looking forward. Shazam. I'm probably gonna see mm-hmm. it just because it's the second yeah. Shazam, but not super excited. Like Quantum Mania comes out this year. I'm excited could, for Quantum Mania. Be good, but I'm not. I'm not like waiting. For I'm more excited for Quantum Mania because I know Bill Murray is in it. Oh, and I know yeah. that they're gonna finally actually do Modoc in the MCU. Yeah. Okay, I didn't so know that. So that's the that's the only yeah. things I really know. He looks know. freaky too. He looks he like Modoc should. Yeah, he Khan looks like a little freak. So like, Khan, yeah, yeah, and I like I I'm, like or Kang. Kang Khan is somebody yeah. else. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's Star Trek. Yeah, that's, Khan that's is Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, I don't. I think. Yeah. <sighs> I have. I've hit a similar place with superhero movies as I have with Star Wars, and it is a place of peace and serenity because I have basically stopped caring emotionally. Like, I I will watch the MCU movies as they come out. I'll get around to the TV shows eventually when I feel like it and I'm bored, but, like, I'm not invested anymore. I cared up through Endgame, and that was, for me, that that was the end of, like, the story I was passionate about. That was where it ended. (laughs) Everything else is just, like, DLC if I want it, and half the time I'm like, okay, fine, might as well. And it's the same with Star Wars, where it's like, if I happen to be interested in a Star Wars thing, I'll watch it, but, like, I have given up on the notion of it having like artistic integrity and continuing because there's a good story to tell. Yeah. This stuff is all just the money machine and I'm happy to step off that ride. I, I, I think the, the honestly, the nail in the coffin for me with super and like getting to that point of peace and serenity with superheroes was when the MCU started basically saying like, okay, now you have to have Disney plus to understand yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah. And it was, yeah. because, and it isn't, it isn't, it isn't even like, that's where all our movies are. I'm fine with that being the, the TV case. Shows. It's the TV show tie-ins. It's, and I like now. the TV shows. I liked Loki. I liked Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Don't yeah. make me have to rely on somebody seeing them for it to be with the MC, like for to understand the MCU. Like mm-hmm. it's the same yeah. thing as like I was playing Breath of the Wild yesterday and I just got the DLC finally and I've been playing through the DLC and I had the thought if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and there is something that if somebody didn't buy the DLC that they don't understand it, it's instantly a bad game. Instantly. I think that is just bad. I think that is bad practice. You know, it's wild. Huh. I know someone who has the same argument for Wicked. Yeah. Because Wicked requires you to know the story oh, of the Wizard of Oz for it fair, to make yeah. sense and have emotional payoff. And like, yeah, uh, but, but even fair. then, I think that that argument is like a little to me is a little bigger because like to me, if somebody bought Breath of the Wild, which is still yeah. now like six years after it was released, still a good. sixty dollar game, yeah. like you you do not there is no sale on it. It is still a sixty dollar game. They should be able to just purchase that game and complete it and be able to play Breath of the Wild two just fine. 
It is the, mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to have spent that money and then have to spend an additional $30 on the DLC just to understand. Because yeah. then, yeah. then to play and understand Breath of the Wild 2, you've got a $60 game, a $60 game, then $30 DLC. That's $150. That is a lot of money. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's the same with Marvel at this point. Like, if you don't have the luxury of having kept up since the beginning, none of it makes any sense or matters. And it's so it is. Think about this. I want you to consider this briefly. Actually, you guys have a conversation while I pull up some numbers and then you will consider this briefly. This is a perfect. This is actually a perfect time. Um. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a brand new segment, Hot Off the Presses, just for Sammy and Cordell. And now you guys, uh, welcome to your favorite segment that we do every week. Caleb tries stuff and Sammy and Cordell try to guess if he likes it. Uh, This week, we're reviewing Mountain Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Interesting. Whoa. Zero um, sugar. Z- this is one. zero sugar. Um, I don't know if this is everywhere yet, but we're gonna try it. I did pour it into a glass earlier and drank it then. Um, and it is black, like it is a black soda. Um, I think you don't like it. I'm gonna try it. Well, so we have to just watch like this, just watch like we face. say every week. Three, two, one. Let's go, Mario. Mario. Oh, yeah. Doesn't like it. <laughs> or is acting, but um, <laughs> the way Caleb is looking at this can is so distraught and upset. It- Again, could be acting. <laughs> No, it's fine. It it kind of <laughs> tastes like if you took that, you know, that good Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah. And you just turned it down 20%. It's a Ooh. little bit milder. Okay. And so I didn't expect it to be as mild as it was. You um, were expecting a punch in the face when you got a kiss I, on the it, cheek. Yeah, I got a kiss on the cheek when I was expecting a full makeout session. Um, and it's okay. I'm going to give it three thumbs up out of seven. Um, that's a lot of thumbs up. That's three thumbs up out of seven. Um, it also contains 0% juice. What are the qualifying as juice? What the that's fuck does question. that mean? How does it? I have a can of Sprite Zero that I had earlier. How much juice is in this can? How much juice? Holy fuck! It has zero juice too. What the fuck? Am I drinking no juice? Has my juice consumption gone down to zero? I used to drink juice every day when I was a child. And I, what the fuck is wrong with me? I used to be I a juice, juice boy. I used to juice. I used to be a juice boy, and now I have drinking things that contain no juice. I, I don't know what you're going to do with yourself, Caleb. I'm going to go jump off a bridge. 
That's I'm gonna go drink more juice. I'm gonna go, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm going to the store anyway. My wife is ill. I need to go get her soup. Oh uh, yeah, your so wife she is can, so ill. Yeah, my wife is. Yeah, my wife is ill. I'm gonna go get her some <laughs> soup so she can feel better. I guess I gotta fucking get juice now. You know, but what, what kind of juice? What kind of what? All of the Transformer movies. Oh fuck! Because a new one's coming out, and I, no. I know if you saw me earlier. God I was actually excited. I was, God I, fucking! I'm excited it. about this one though. Do you want to know why? I, why? Do you want to know the title? Yeah. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Fuck yeah, off. Dinobots! Here Wait, we no, go. they already did Dinobot. No, but they did. But do you remember a little show called Transformers: Beast Wars? <laughs> I, I remember the name. Okay, that was an actually dope show. It's where all the Transformers were animals. Like, it was in prehistoric Earth, yeah. so they yeah. had to all become animals. So they're Because when robots don't have cars, they make animals. They make animals, of course. But I, that's, it seems pretty cool, because it's been, it's been the most popular version, or one yeah. of the most popular versions of the Transformers is, the, is those animals. Yeah, and the thing about Transformers that Bumblebee proved is that they, at any point can turn it around just by making a movie with a little bit of heart. Like at any point they could start over and make good transformers. I have one transformers character pitch. And then I want to tell you the numbers. I, I crunched. Yeah. 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 So here's my transformer character pitch transformer who lands on earth. No machines around, no animals around. So they transform into the shape of a human. And so this transformer, (laughs) Does all the and then is just like the same size, same shape, but has like a slightly different face. And then they whoop 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 whoop, and they're in fighting mode again. That's my Transformers pitch. They transform into a human shape. I just okay. You know that's already a thing, right? That was in the second movie. That's when I said it made out with Shia LaBeouf. But that one's dumb, because that one's like silly <laughs> little one. I'm talking full-on Optimus prime size Transformer. Yeah. Looking like a dude. <laughs> okay, fair. I, I'm just um, saying. Technically already. I'm, and, um, I'm just going to say I don't like Transformers. I've never understood it. I watched the first Transformers movie with Mr. LaBeouf, and I thought it was bad. And I just, I, so like every time somebody's like, there's another one. I'm like, how many is it? How no. many do we need? They did well, the one. At its core, Transformers knows what truly matters. The two things that matter the most in this world. I really want to know. That's big things, fighting and merchandise. This sounds like every mono green magic player. <laughs> Straight up. Like that's, that's the thing is people like, Okay, this one hurt my heart a little bit. The clients at my work watched Pacific Rim recently, and all of them hated it. They all hated Pacific Rim, and I was like, I love that movie. You get big aliens and big robots, and they fight, and there's a sword? What more do you want from a film? More than that. Not at all. That's all you need. Big things fighting, and then merchandise, Caleb. Caleb doesn't like big monster movies? Caleb, you monster. I like... I like monster movies where there is more going on. Like I like the King Kong movie that th- that okay. we watched. I like okay. the Godzilla movies. Okay, yeah. that's all I need. But that's yeah. because okay. you know what Godzilla does? It's like, hey, 
there's something like like eco terrorism going on. Stop it. Or like, oh, there's a there's like stuff going on that is actually really big and bad that has like a big plot that would actually affect the earth as we know it. It's not like Transformers where it's like, what the fuck is a Decepticon? That makes no goddamn sense. They're this feels like some humans. Cold War bullshit. Are the are the Autobots and Decepticons a racial thing or is it just which team are you I on? really think it's, it's I think team. it's Cold War I think okay. it's Cold War inspired where you have it's like which like capitalism okay. yeah. versus communism I really think there has got to be something deep down that I have to like that I will like but they don't do it anymore the whole idea is that they're both they're from this planet Cybertron which Cybertron itself is a giant transformer and it's like that transformed into a planet yeah, you're telling like the me there's a goddamn there's, planet of there's these two things. Of them. Yeah, there's that's two where of them. they come from. Where there's, do you think they crash land two from? Planets? There's two There's two different planets. That oh one's God. an evil one, and the other one is. I'm trying. There's an evil Cybertron. Uh, I'm trying to remember what their name. Transformers that are planets. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, but yeah, so they're from the main one is Cybertron though. So yeah, that yeah. is where they're all from, and it's like they just are they fight each other because yeah, they're, they're like, at we war. Wanna, we want to have control over our planet of Cybertron, and then they go, uh oh, we're dumbasses. Bye bye Cybertron. See ya. And it 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 exploded. Um, yeah, and so up. now they're here on Earth. Unicron. Unicron is the evil one. It's kind of like a Saturn. It's got a ring around it. But they um, they just made it they just misspelled unicorn yes. and made that an evil planet. <laughs> yeah. The fuck so, is wrong with these writers? Hey, that's not deal. fair. That's not fair. Cause so many names and so many words are slightly different spelling from other stuff. You can't <laughs> just say that. <laughs> Yeah, Kel, you that. can't just get you mad. Know, it's a frogger wrong. situation. He's shut, just mad to no, be mad. No, yeah. shut the fuck up. This is this is exactly the frogger situation. Yep, okay, yep. this is frogger, and I fully admit it. This is, no, this is bad it. writing. It's like no, it's okay. good writing. No, no, it's bad. <laughs> It's bad. What's next? You're gonna tell me it was okay. At least tell me this because I've got two Transformers experts over here. All right. Yeah. Was there an Optimus before Optimus Prime? Yes. No. Wait. Not Optimus, okay. but Prime. Prime is like the Prime is, is a title. Is a title. So Optimus is his name, and he is the Prime. So like there are there's, there's like they're like the elders basically. Yeah. Right? Like there's a bunch of different primes. There's like um even in even Rawr. in the movies, there's like Yeah, in the movies they meet other primes. Oh, also in the Transformers movies, canonically in the live action ones, Transformers helped build the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they came down to Earth in ancient times, helped build the pyramid, and then like Built a temple and turned into rock, I guess. <laughs> also I looked it up and I now I'm remembering Cybertron is named is real I'm, I'm double checking i'm 100 double checking yeah 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 so um primus is the name of the guy that became cybertron so they're all it's the rank of prime because like mm. you got sentinel prime. you got nova prime apparently you got optimus prime and then you got primus and then there's also like um <laughs> the one from beast wars named optimus primal <laughs> 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 that's pretty good 
I, Caleb, I need you to understand this franchise started in the 90s. Yeah. You can't argue with the 90s. I can and I will. Caleb, Caleb, do you love Back to the Future? Yeah, I do. Okay. You want me to start poking holes in the thing you love just because it I, doesn't make sense because it was uh, from a time where you didn't have to make sense? Back to huh? the Future is completely flawed. That doesn't mean I don't <laughs> like it. And there are, there are things that... Do you like any Marvel? Comic? I have, I have watched. Well, Transformers I, I started look, okay. out as a Marvel comic, so fuck. That's you. true. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> I, before the next episode, or maybe the one after that, depending on if Olivia is sick enough that she needs to continue to stay home, stuff like that. I will watch the first three transformers movies i'm in transformers not the live action ones though yes no that's what I, that's the one okay, i take overage with good. okay yeah, they're, tell, they're bad. okay send me three transformers movies to watch i will watch them yeah and i will tell you how dog shit they are <laughs> damn okay so I think, <laughs> I think I. It's if time I for me to, to tell you my I, little number crunch. I'm gonna so say yeah, if, yeah, I wanna, yeah, if, yeah, if I want to. If I want man. If I want a fun transforming toy, I'm gonna get a Bionicle. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I do like okay. Bionicle, but they do don't Bionicle, transform like. as much as Transformers. Yeah, no, they just they just are opposable. Don't you dare tell me that Bakugan are good, count. Caleb. You piece of oh, crap. I'll, I'll do a Bakugan any No, you day. won't. If, hey, if you bring a Bakugan on this show, I'm out. I'd walk. If you bring a Bakugan into this family, I'm out of here. I'm going to bring a fucking Bakugan. Don't you dare bring a Bakugan. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to drive that magnetic card. I'm going to kill you. I will take the magnetic card and I will throw it into your eye. I'm going to bring a fucking Bakugan. I'm going to get that little red one. You know, I will swallow one. it whole and choke to death before I, I let you ruin this. Fucking do it. I'll bring a Bakugan no, don't you, on this if you, show. If I'll you even touch bring a Bakugan, it. I'm telling your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Caleb, t- <laughs> Caleb touched a Bakugan. That might have been the most anti-Donna two minutes we've ever had. <laughs> I'm going to fucking gonna bring a Bakugan on the show. I'll fucking do anyway, it. <laughs> all of that to say... By the end of 2025, <laughs> if you were to want to go watch an MCU film, there will be upwards of 50 properties you will need to have watched for it to make full sense. Oh my god. All and right. I want you to think about that. Like, like we've, we've all like, oh, Fast 9 is in theaters. Okay, cool. That's one movie series you can watch all the way through. Well, great. Fa- fast, in- well, fast X is coming out. This okay, year, well, great. So. Fast X is coming out, yeah. but like, that's one thing. We've all seen long-running franchises. We've all seen Jason go to space, and we've seen Leprechaun back to the hood. So, like, <laughs> that happens. Well, but We've seen those, Cordell. I don't know if I, many people have. <laughs> I love punishing myself, but yeah. <laughs> you're going to go watch, like, Armor Wars is a thing they've got going on eventually down the road after the, like, multiverse whatever. You want to go watch that in theaters, you will have had to watch like a decade and a half's worth of movies and then television shows to understand that. Like you could probably spend a like a, we're approaching a month straight of just watching Marvel yeah. things to understand the next movie. So I mean, there's for sure I can't whole, recommend it anymore. There's for sure <laughs> no. whole podcasts that are 
only oh, yeah. about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's I wild. I love Marvel. And here is what I'm going to say. This is some fucking dog shit. Okay? <laughs> fucking dog sins. shit. I'm not I'm not going to tell anybody to go watch a Marvel movie now because it's going to be like Oh, I went and saw Ant-Man 3. What do I have? I want to go see Ant-Man Quantumania. What do I need to watch before that? And I'm like, well, you need to watch Loki, but you also need to watch the three Captain America movies, the three Iron Man movies, because the three Iron Man movies set up the Ant-Man movies. You need to watch the first two Ant-Man movies, but you need to watch the first three Captain America movies, because in the second one, there is a reference to MODOK, and MODOK is kind of there. Kind of, but we're not really sure if that's the Modoc that we're going to well, see that's, in Quantumania. That's Arnim Zola. That wasn't Modoc. Yeah, but like at, at one point, they kind of reference that it's supposed yeah. to be Modoc. When they go and see that, him in the thing. So there's yeah, that. It, but then watching all that, all that means it. you got to, yeah, like there's so much shit you have to do. Fucking yep. stop it. So make a, just make a movie. Just all, make one. All of that being said, best movie of 2022 for Cordy. My favorite Ooh, movie yeah. of the year, Bullet Train, hands down. I love that movie. That it's a good movie. That was a good, good movie. movie. I think my favorite. Well, okay, I'm just. This is Rotten Tomatoes Best of 22. I'm just gonna read a few of my favorites that's on this list real quick. So we okay. got everything everywhere all at once. Killer. Probably my favorite of of last year. Turning Red came out last year. I good. didn't watch it. So good. It's a good movie. Cry so good many point. fucking times. You know what else came out last year that I enjoyed fucking thoroughly? Hmm. The Batman. Oh, that was real. Yeah, that, that was a good ass movie. I'm not gonna lie. That's my that's my number one movie of 2022. Is Honestly, the Batman? I'm, I'm, I'm completely fair. If if I hadn't seen everything everywhere all at once, I probably would. Batman's easily number two. I Jesus. still need to finish everything everywhere all at once because oh, it, it so is a lo- it is a lot to take in. Yeah, it's and so it is emotional. <laughs> I got like through the first like 30 minutes and then paused it and then walked away for a minute and I still have to go. I'm just going to rewatch the whole That's thing fair. at this yeah, point. Rewatch but, it all. X so, like, came out. I will X, say. X came out. I'm sorry. I have, a, I have a couple more. Did you see X? Do you know that horror movie? No. You would like it, Cordell. You would like it. Have you seen it? I know Pearl? I would. I just haven't seen it yet. No. Okay, Neither. so both both are connected very connected. very loosely, very loosely, but very, both have a Mia Goth who has quickly yeah. been becoming my one of my new favorite actresses. She's fucking incredible. Uh, speaking um, of favorite actresses, another movie that came out in twenty two that's in my top five, The Menu. Yeah, so that it. was that was that the movie last was one I was excellent. Yeah, love it's the so menu. Good. Anna Taylor so, Joy or Anna Taylor Joy, however you pronounce Anya? it. Anya. Anya. Anya Taylor Joy. A, a delight, a treasure, in, in and a room. movie that I hold close to my heart in terms of the themes of like, hey, if you get so up your own butt about making art, you start to lose the joy of the purpose of art. Yeah, yeah, yes. Which I think kind of gets into what I hate about most movies these days. Honestly. Yeah, because yeah. so many of them are either like no all flash, no substance, or so many of them are like trying to have so much substance that they like lose the joy the reason i love bullet train because you both i was like bullet train top movie of the year and you both followed up with everything everywhere all at once and the batman which are both arguably finer movies okay like they like everything everywhere all at once is a like powerhouse in terms of 
emotion shooting like it is a beautifully nearly perfectly done movie yes yeah and the batman is very artistic and very strong and very thematic and cool i loved bullet train because it had the synthesis of all the things i want to see in a movie okay it it's for the same reason i love baby driver and love i mean edgar wright in general mm-hmm. like he like bullet train has comedy quick clever dialogue great characterization unique and distinct characters an excellent soundtrack it's vibrant it's colorful and it's got like a strong emotional vein running through it like i loved it because it kind of has everything that brings me to a movie yeah whereas like the batman and everything ever all at once have multiple things that bring me but not everything that gets me to watch a movie you know that's Mm. why bullet train is my top one because i just like it that much I I, yeah. I I think it's it on was, Netflix. Okay. It is it is it is on Netflix. I would say it is in my top ten movies from twenty twenty two that I watched. I it easily easily in my top ten movies. Go in for a good time and you will get more. Don't go in expecting like super high artistry. Like it is it is a fun, good movie that's well done and is good. Yeah. But it's it's not like the highest art thing you'll ever watch. That's not what brings me to movies. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There um, is one yeah. more. Because you no, reminded me of that. Skin of Marine. Okay. I haven't seen it. That that one's you gotta I don't know when it's coming to theaters. I think it's in theaters now. But it's, it's in select limited. theaters. Yeah, because isn't that what we found out last time? It was yeah. like in it's in it's in Little Rock, but maybe that's the only place in Arkansas. Yeah. There is there's a person I follow on Twitter who posted like a picture of like the the name in the theater and they're like I'm not sleeping tonight. Dang it, I want to see this movie. <gasps> it's so good. And it, just you saying the like Skinnering doesn't feel f- like high art. I yeah. guess it it is kind of but it like yeah. I mean the shots are very like just the corner of a bedroom. Yeah, and you hear stuff. So uh, that just kind of reminded well, me when you were talking about Bullet Train. Yeah, there are just there are so many different ways to make good movie and good story and good art, and yeah. none of them will appeal to everybody, and none of them will have everything that makes something good. Because like, if you're gonna have a fun action packed, arty movie, then you lose out on the slow, well paced, thoughtful movie aspect. Like, you can never have yeah. it all. But you get a movie like Bullet Train that has everything that makes me like a movie. Yeah. And then when yeah. you find those movies and you're just like, I'm going to hold on to them. this for the rest of my fucking life. No, not yes, a movie. Let me. N- yeah. Oh, I bought ahead. it full price on DVD. Hell yeah. That is how much I loved it. Uh, not a movie that came out in, in 2022. But if you want to know a movie that encapsulates everything Kayla Burley loves about movies, uh, No Time to Die. The the last Daniel Craig James Bond movie. I yeah. fucking love James Bond. There we go. That's all I need. I you love just it. Give yeah. me a James Bond movie. I'm there. There we go. I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of the last movie that checked all the boxes. But I don't know. Maybe the menu. Well, I really like the menu. It was a really good movie. It was a good movie. You know what my favorite soundtrack movie soundtrack song from uh, a soundtrack uh, is? 
I, I have a guess. What is it, Caleb? What's your guess? My guess is the one, the only, Psychobilly Freakout by the Reverend Horton Heat. Uh, thank you for letting us use that song as our opening and closing music. Thank you so much. Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're still alive there for the time being. Time being. Um, that new update is garbage. It's Junk House Pod. Yeah, the new, the new Twitter update is bad. I have not looked at it. It's like you have two tabs now where it's specifically people you follow and it's every retweet oh. and tweet and like they do. And then it's people, things you might like. So you don't just get like one blended timeline anymore. No. It's really it's a, stupid. It's a for you That's page disgusting. and a following page. Yeah. And neither of them are as good as the com- combined timeline. No. And now I have to like, because the pages are laid out so shittily, I have to search for people's pages if I want to see what they've tweeted recently. It's so like, really I, if so I want to see what Cordell's tweeted, I have to search Cordelicious and find it. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, Elon. what still functions just fine is good old email. It'll never email. go away. If you want to email us, tell us like your favorite movies of 2022, yell at us about Marvel, or tell Caleb how stupid he is and wrong about Transformers. You can do that at junkhousemailbox.com. You know what else you can do? You can follow in Fielding's footstep, because Junkhouse, did you know the town of Centralia, Pennsylvania, has had an underground coal file, file, an underground coal fire burning beneath the city since 1962. Almost the whole city was (laughs) taken by the state under immediate domain. Mm -hmm. Immediate? I can't speak words, apparently. Eminent domain. And the zip code discontinued by the U.S. Postal Service. Only seven residents were allowed to stay on their land under the, con- under the condition that upon their death, their land will also be seized by the state. Today, all that remains beside those residents is a portion of Pennsylvania Route 61 that is commonly known as Graffiti Highway. And a small number of rogue independent miners still trying to salvage coal in abandoned mines. Thank you for subscribing to Did You Know? Suggestions, comments, questions? Reach out to Mike Pence at MikePence at Pence.Mike.gov. Thanks, Fielding. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Fielding. Fielding. You want to know something crazy? I did know that fact. I, I, I knew that as well. Wow. I, yeah, uh, Caleb, basically didn't. there's a coal mine under the town and a fire got started and there's enough coal that it has never stopped. The air is toxic. Random sinkholes happen. It is a bad place. It's not a good place. It is like hell on earth almost. That's right, guys. Next week, live from Centralia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I would junk love that. house. That would be sick. Well, Just we need to do a haunted junk house. Imagine the three of us like absolutely yeah. imagine the three of us just like sitting on a stage trying to do a live podcast and then a sinkhole opens and we all die <laughs> yeah. in the fire I, yeah I, what they died as they lived like idiots <laughs> honestly house and... <laughs> i have to leave okay well as we say every week i have Cordell. to leave Bye. goodbye Bye. I'm gonna, everyone follow hey, no context hey. bruce campbell on twitter i'm gonna go get some milk I'll be right back. Bye. You better be back. Or I'm going to cry, dad. Hey, 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 I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to.